When people speak about Christ coming to earth the first time, they usually talk about how He came. But the great emphasis of Scripture is on why He came. Today, we examine the purpose statements found throughout the Gospel records. Each of them help us to understand more about Jesus. Join Scott Pauley now as we open the Bible and gain a fresh glimpse of the Lord. There are basically two kinds of people in this world as far as the way they live. There are givers and there are takers. And everybody has to determine which one they're going to be. But let me tell you about Jesus. Jesus was a giver. He still is a giver. He's not a taker. Some people view God like he's trying to take from them. Do you really think that God has given you everything trying to take something from you? If he is trying to take something from you, he's trying to take something from you you don't need and give you something much better And when the Lord Jesus came, he came as a giver. And ultimately, he didn't just give things, he gave himself. We're in the same verses we were in in our last study, Matthew chapter 20 and verse number 28, and Mark chapter 10 and verse number 45. Let me read them both to you again. Matthew 20, verse number 28 says, Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. And then again in Mark 10, verse number 45, For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Do You see, these verses have two halves, two parts. In the first, we see our Lord Jesus as the servant. We talked about that. He came to serve. But in the second, we see him as sacrifice. I love this beautiful conjunction, and. Praise God for the and. He didn't just come to live. He came to die. He didn't just come to serve. He came to sacrifice. That's the second part of this verse, to give his life a ransom for many. He was, in a sense, giving his life when he came to Bethlehem. He gave his life and gave out of himself and of himself to others all through the 33 and a half years that he walked the planet. But he has in view here something further than that, deeper than that, grander than that. He has in view the cross. Already from the very beginning, he is looking to the end. Remember, we we discussed that. He's looking to the end of the thing. He's looking to Calvary because that is where he is going to give his life a ransom for many. I would simply point out to you that in both of these verses, It begins with his humanity and ends with his deity. Both verses end with this title that we've discussed about our Lord, the Son of Man. That's his humanity. He's all man. But when you get to the end of the verse, he's giving his life a ransom for many. He's doing what no other man could do. Why? Because he's not just a man. He's the God-man. So it's not just his humanity. It is his divinity, his deity. He's not 50% man and 50% God. No, no. He's 100% man and 100% God and the perfection of both. He's all God and all man. He's perfect God and he's perfect man. That's why Jesus came. The God-man came to bring man to God. In the words of the Lord Jesus, to give his life a ransom for many. The word ransom, we understand, even in our culture today, the idea behind it, a ransom having to be paid, it's a payment for something. And it cost something. This is the redemption price. The Bible says we've been bought by the precious blood of Christ. 
Uh, oh, think of this. What was the price that was paid for your ransom? It was the blood of Jesus. No one's ever paid uh, a cost higher than that. No one has ever bought anything more valuable than that for you. He paid the ransom. You see, you were in the slave market of sin. You were in bondage to your sin. You were a servant of the devil. And the Lord Jesus Christ paid the price for your salvation. He, he gave his life a ransom for many. Someone had to die. And so the Lord Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, the Bible said, became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We talked when we began the study about the fact that Jesus came to save. Well, the only way he could save was to sacrifice. Somebody had to die for us to live. And so Jesus took our sins so we could take his righteousness. He took our death so we could take his life. He took our hell so we could take his heaven. Uh, he took uh, our wrath so we could take his love. I mean, think of this. Every evil, wicked thing he took so that we could take every good and beautiful thing. What a Savior we have. Praise his holy name. This is why he came. He came to sacrifice himself, to give his life a ransom for many, to give his life so we could have life. Uh, let's look at another scripture. In John chapter number 12, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ speaks about this. Uh, the Bible says uh, that in John chapter 12, uh, the people were, were looking at him. Uh, they were saying, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. You remember the triumphal entry of the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Bible says that they did not understand. They didn't understand what they were saying. You see, they did not understand the most basic thing. They did not understand that Jesus had come for one great purpose. And what was that one great purpose? He came to die. They say that uh, when people are, are born, they immediately begin dying. And that sounds kind of morbid, but the idea is once you're born, you begin the process of decay, of corruption sets in. And yet, this is more than just the normal death. Uh, this is the sacrificial substitutionary death of Jesus Christ. It was purposeful. This is how a man dies at 33 and a half years of age, and nobody took his life. He dismisses his spirit. This is the miraculous death of Jesus Christ for us. And in that same passage in John 12 where they didn't understand, Jesus explains it. He says in verse 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die. It abideth alone, but if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, and listen to this, but for this cause came I unto this hour. Remember where we started? To this end was I born, for this cause came I into the world. This is another one of the great purpose statements of Jesus. John 12, verse 27, he said, I came for this one hour. Remember all through his life, mine hour has not yet come, mine hour has not yet come, mine hour has not yet come, and then finally the hour has come. Think of this. Jesus lived his whole life for one hour. He came for one hour. What was the hour? It was the hour that he would be lifted up on a cross to die for our sins and to pay the ransom price. It was the hour that he would pay for our redemption. 
And that great word from the cross to Telestai, it is finished. Literally, it is paid in full. Jesus paid the ransom price. A friend, that's why he came. And that cry was not the cry of defeat. It was the cry of the victor. It was accomplished. It was finished. It was the purpose for which Jesus came to this world. You see, people love talking about a little baby, but they don't want to talk about a bloody cross. They want a bloodless Christianity. There is no such thing. Uh, They want a, a nice polished religion without the slaughter of the Son of God. And yet, my friend, if you would understand why he came, you must go to the end and you must look at the cross. Then you must go beyond the cross to the empty tomb. This is why he came. Calvary was the payment and the resurrection was the receipt. It was paid in full and Jesus gave his life a ransom for many. Believe it today. Rejoice in it today and share it with someone else today. That is why Jesus came. If you do not know Christ in a personal way, you can come to know Him today. Call on Him now in faith and ask Him to be your Savior. We would love to hear from you about your decision for Christ and help to answer any questions you have. You can communicate with us and find other helpful resources for studying the Bible at enjoyingthejourney.org. Remember that as surely as Jesus came the first time, He is coming again. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey with Jesus. Jesus.